Thanks for tapping in with The Tripod. This is a weekly podcast hosted by three ladies, better known as The Tripod. This is Melissa, and I'm joined by Angela and Destiny. We're three best friends with unique backgrounds, perspectives, and personalities. Each week, we're going to be speaking candidly about our personal experiences and giving our opinions on various topics. We invite you to tune in each week for conversations based on relationships and real-life situations. Come down, Selector. That's right. What's up, y'all? It's Melly Mel. Thanks for tapping in for another episode of Tapping with the Tripod. We have Destiny here today. You. And we also have Angie Baby. What up? What up? And then today we have a special guest on the line with us. Uh, we have San Antonio's premier DJ, DJ CJ. What it is, what it is, your boy. Yeah, so we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're big fans of you, DJ CJ. Uh, you want us to call you DJ CJ? You want us to call you Calvin? What you want us to call you on your yeah. I'm not bougie at all. Call me whatever you like. No, don't say that. You that's the little <laughs> sometimes. Just call, just call me CJ. 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 All right. That works. That works. So I um I actually encountered you first, CJ. When uh, I, I went to Rebar one night, and um you you do this like '90s hip hop. East Coast, West Coast startup. Yeah. And, uh, I loved it. And so I just went to my to the homies and was like, y'all gotta come see this yeah. DJ. He's spinning 90s RB and hip hop. He'll go East Coast and then he'll go West Coast. Yeah. And, um, they came along for the ride and instantly became a fan of you too. Yeah. A yeah. San Antonio legend, man. We couldn't be happier to have you. Yeah. <laughs> We're excited. I just want to say the reason why I play what I play is because, for one, I grew up on the East Coast. Number two, I'm trying to be different than a lot of DJs down here. Everybody playing the same stuff, which is cool. And I know a lot of people want to hear the same stuff. I just want to be a little different. And I also want to cater to the growing sexy, the older audience. Because yeah, it's like yeah. out here, they got their place. But the older folks don't got a place to go. So I know if I was out partying, I'd want to. I don't mind hearing some new stuff, but I want to hear some old stuff as well. So that's just that's just how. Speaking of grown and sexy, how did you feel when uh, eight women came into your bar looking like old hoes? (laughs) (laughs) So I don't don't know. I know y'all doing edit. I don't know if y'all gonna put a clip of of the entrance in there. So let me let y'all know when this happened. I swear, see, I I know these ladies because they've been coming in support me. Appreciate y'all. But they, they, I'm looking at my phone because I was probably messaging somebody. So I glance up and I'm not going to lie. First thing I thought is like, oh, here some, some old heifers. What am I going to play for these old heifers? Then I realized <laughs> it was y'all. <laughs> I, I, I mean, so usually when I DJ, I'm trying to cater to the audience, see what I think will get them moving. I saw a bunch of old heifers. So I was about to break <laughs> Some uh, some Frankie Beverly and Mays. <laughs> yeah, before I let go. Oh, that <laughs> that, that, that was, it was a fun night. I appreciate y'all for doing that. That was good. Yeah, stuff. he was shocked to see the Moo Moo's throwing ass. Yeah. <laughs> Please, 
edit in a clip so they can get to know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. we'll, po- we'll post that on our Facebook and Instagram. If you don't follow us, follow Tap In with the Tripod on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So we're going to start off. We always start off with music. And so as Destiny said, we're going with a song that brings the people out to the dance floor. Um, D-Rob, I'm going to let you go first today. What's your song? Throw the ass in a circle. <laughs> yeah I, I i i remember the first time i ever heard that song i was actually on a boat i, I was on a boat in lake travis and uh-huh. that song came on and literally every female on that boat was throwing that ass in a circle so ever since then i loved it yeah. <laughs> so, so let me ask so because because you 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 say you're in dallas right now right yeah and that song if, if i'm right originated from dallas right yeah Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the club out there is is just they they playing a lot of Dallas music. I'm I'm sure uh, a, l- a little bit different than San Antonio. Yeah, I actually don't go out very often, but fortunately, my wife makes the house a club at all times, and she's from Fort Worth. <laughs> um, so she's the one who puts me on a lot of Dallas music. Uh, it, it, yeah, it, it gets it gets crazy. Um, you know, even when the girls are up, like it kind of starts as like a universal language. And at some point in the night, we're going to have a Dallas run that might last an hour or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hardcore Dallas. Yeah. You, I think that people don't even know about D-Town Boogie unless you're either from there or you're close to there. It's a lot of yeah. San Antonio. I don't, don't know about it, but I, I've gotten tapped into it. Tapped. See <laughs> 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 what you did. A little bit by other DJs that I've worked with. It's fun to dance. It's fun to dance to it, in my opinion. It's fun to dance, and there's a lot of uh, females out here that really spit harder than a lot of dudes. Yeah, these are ripping. My my opinion is a little different because when we've gone out in Dallas and and they play their Dallas run and everybody knows every word, I just be sitting there with my head on a swivel, looking left and right. Um, Cause I'll have to say throwing ass isn't on my strength list. <laughs> but you did it as an old lady. I seen you do it. No, 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 no. I was mild mannered. I was the mild mannered granny. Uh, I'm gonna give that one to Lala and Tammy. They they was the ones representing. Held it down was, for sure. I was the driver for the night. I just made sure that everybody got to where they needed to safely. <laughs> Like last night, me and Aunt, me and uh, Audrey sat in rebar drinking water. Wow, <laughs> they, they were low. They were low key last night. They were chill. They was people in the scene. Yeah, wow. but you know what? Audrey was like, "What happened to us?" Because I vividly remembered Angie being up over here on this bar. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we, the leaves have been turned for all of us a little bit. Yeah, leaves don't need to turn. Just sometimes you get a mild night, and sometimes you get a wild night. That's okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's, I think that's y'all definitely. Uh, that's that's the perfect, perfect example of y'all. Yeah. But, but I know, and we can talk about this later. But I want to also say, all y'all ladies is getting older, and uh, no, no this. But I see y'all traveling all the time. But we'll come back to that. The the travels. Oh. We got to talk about the travels. But we can talk about I it now because you be out here too. You be I'm traveling. Sure. You be you be in the wind. Yeah. Well, let, let's open by saying I haven't posted it yet, but I'm turning 40 this year, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. 40, so, amen, amen. So my Welcome. 40, my 40th, and y'all invited if y'all would like to go. 
we're doing a, a big cruise on September 3rd out of Galveston, going okay. to Jamaica, Grand Cayman and Cozumel is going down. I'm inviting everybody. Anybody who want to go, let's go. So don't throw, don't throw a cruise invitation to Angie. She'll swoop that up in a heartbeat. It's she probably already got it booked already. Her that quick, it got booked. <laughs> her suitcase is probably out right now, ready. She might start packing. Angela, pan around, pan around the room so we can see if that suitcase is out real quick. Because we know it. <laughs> You, no, don't, don't pack that Saints jersey though. Don't pack that. Oh, okay. <laughs> now that we gonna have to unpack a little more. Did we get through? Oh, let's get through the songs. <laughs> yeah, Angie, what's your song? Look, um, I knew we were um kind of interviewing DJ CJ, and I know uh, Atlanta fans, so I picked the Atlanta artist. I went with Ti and uh, Jay Z. The uh, Remix, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard yeah. to yell, yeah. Hard to yell when the barrels in your mouth. Yeah. That's that Swiss beast did it, yeah. That Swiss beast did it, did it. That, yeah. yeah. That beat, yeah. I like well, it. So, with that being said, I, I grew up in Atlanta. Um, a lot of people uh come up to me and they ask me when I'm DJing where I'm from because. I feel like my style is a little different in San Antonio, even though I adapted. I've been down here like 20 years. I've been there a long time. But yeah. when, when they, some most people can pick it out that I'm not from here by the way I play. But but T.I. is one of my favorite ATL artists. Mm. One of, I wasn't able to go to the concert last week. My wife did. She went. But I wasn't able to go because I had to work. But um, but I would have loved to go see T.I. T.I. is dope. So. Mm. Yeah. We're going to save you for last because I, I have a feeling you're coming with a big banger. Uh, <laughs> I went with Wipe Me Down. Yeah, because I'm on. Yeah, I feel like the moment that song comes on, it just changes the mood. Everybody get loose in it. And um, I have I have committed cardinal sin when I get to play DJ. And sometimes I'll start a song and stop it before the song is over. And, <laughs> and, and I learned very quickly, this is one song you cannot do that on. You cannot. CJ laughs so hard, like you know that's not what you do, right? <laughs> okay, so let me explain. <laughs> so there are some songs that you can let ride, and there's some songs I play a piece of. But "Wipe Me Down" is definitely a song where you're gonna let that ride for at least two or three verses, because yeah, yeah it's a game changer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. As far as me though, I'm gonna say there's. I feel like there's not one song that will get a crowd moving. There's multiple songs. Yeah. Uh, depending on what crowd you have. Um, I'm but I'm gonna say right now, I think the biggest thing to move any spot is any Megan the Stallion song, which I'll be real with you. I'm I'm tired of Megan. I just am. But I play it. I play it for the ladies, but I'm yeah. tired of it. She has great music and I'm not dissing her for the ladies. But but um I'm just tired of hearing because everybody wanna hear it, tired of me. But mm same time i'm paid to go out and cater to the crowd so that's what i do i cater to the crowd it's not about me it's about the people and whatever's gonna get them dancing then hey let's do it when i I'm get in my it. i'm listening to something different <laughs> <laughs> but it's not yeah. about me when i'm djing a lot of people don't understand that and when they it's, it's a lot of people that come up to me and they'll be like uh yo you should play this gonna get the crowd moving sometimes they write most of the time they wrong a lot of people don't understand when you get when you become a professional DJ, a paid professional DJ, you're not playing music for yourself. You're playing for the audience. Yeah. 
And a lot of people, if they realize that, if they get into the game, they may not even want to be a DJ anymore because you can't, you know, I mean, I, I got, I get, I, in a hood crowd, you might get a request for Spice Girls. It just don't work. I mean, I know, I know and I got last night. You don't, they might want to hear that. The person is requesting it. But if I play it for this hood crowd, I mean, how, how, how do y'all think that's going? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. What 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 is the dollar amount in a, in a little tip that you could get whatever you want? I'll play Spice Girls in the Hood crowd. Oh wow, that's a great question. Because uh, <laughs> I'll be real with you, my my um, I don't I don't ask for tips. I I I believe that if it's a good request, I'm gonna play it for free. You don't have to tip me. If you choose to tip me, then I'm I'm gracious. I'm appreciative. But the the club is already paying me to be there to cater to the guests. I know there's some DJs out here that won't play requests unless they're tipped. I don't roll like that. But right. I'll be real. Um, this one guy came up to me at Rebar one night, threw $200 in my jar and said, I want to hear some country. Guess what? We playing 30 minutes of country. <laughs> I had a cowboy boots and would have put it on. <laughs> so, you know, one of my sisters that came up and was like, yo, what are we doing right now? And I show her my tip jar. She was like, I see what we doing. Play on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeehaw! Don't disturb this group. <laughs> yeah. A I've been, I started, like I said, 20 years I started DJing and I was doing a lot of weddings in San Antonio. So you're playing a lot of Latin, you're playing a lot of country. So all this stuff is second nature for me now. I grew up listening to hip hop and R&B, but I mean, you learn as you go and I, I learned a lot. So. Yeah. You play what pays. Yeah. <laughs> pay what pays. What? I said, you're going to play what pays. Yeah. Um, you want some no, country? I'm I'm going to play what the crowd wants to hear, the masses. But if you drop $200 in my tip jar, guess what? You're getting a couple songs. It's just happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, that's one thing I like about Rebar, because Rebar kind of like a, it's a different crowd. Because like you might you might get some of that um, Fredericksburg energy kind of coming over. You if might. you're from San Antonio, you know what that means. But uh, then you might get a baller. You might get a baller in there who got stacks ready to blow that night. Yeah, it's a different crowd every night, and I appreciate Rebar for that. Um, because I don't, I honestly don't want to play the same stuff all the time. It gets right. I mm -hmm. want to switch it up. I want to be able to play some country sometime. Be like, you know, let's do something different, man. Let's 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 spice it up. So mm -hmm. spice it up. <laughs> what I like about it last night I literally went out in some tights, a tank top, and a ball cap and Nikes. Okay. That was, that was my time. Comfortable. I was comfortable. The music was good. I don't drink anymore, but the drinks that frozen lemonade. It was that, good. Yeah, so, I don't so have let me let me put a pin in the not drinking. Let's come back to that later. Put a pin in that. I want to hear your story. Put a pin in that. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> this is the CJ episode, though, but I, I don't mind speaking on it. Well, can you tell okay, us? Okay. Can you tell no, us? Because I, I might have, I might have a, a piece to add on to it, but I want to hear from you first before I say my piece. Okay. Can you uh, can you tell us a little bit about your history and how 
music really spoke to you and how it influenced your desires to become a DJ? Okay, so actually you, oh yeah, you did meet my my mentor last night. Melissa okay. met her by accident last night. That guy that I brought you to, so he does music, his name is Frank B. He does music in the San Antonio area. He's actually the first person that I met that really got me into DJing. Okay. He wasn't supposed to be there last night. You met him by accident. I'm going to tell you how I got started DJing. So I used to be a part of a hip-hop and R&B group called Varsity Squad. Okay. Uh, oh, let me write that down. It just so happens that I have the CD right here. This is oh, okay. Oh, the, the, the compact disc. You know what I'm saying? This is back back in the day when I was a part of a hip hop and R&B group, and this this wasn't scripted. I I just happened to have this on my desk. I wasn't trying to flex on y'all. I just keep this. <laughs> no. What type What type of role did you play? Were you singing, dancing, acting, spinning? What was you doing? So, so I actually was a hip hop superstar, you know, and uh, I rhymed and and we in our group we did dancing as well. Um, it was kind of like I would say like a Pretty Ricky slash New Edition. Wow! But still coming with the lyrics though, and, yeah. and y'all might that side of me. I don't really talk about that anymore. I actually did that for um, ten years, but I was DJing as well. That's how I got started DJing, mm-hmm. and. Um, so we and we perform. We we traveled all over, like all over the southeast region of the uh, west. I'm talking about like Atlanta, El Paso. All we would do is go to work all all week, and then Friday night we pack up and go do shows all weekend, nice. and come back Monday morning and go back to work, make money to keep doing shows. Wow! So we did, and then but it, but on the side I was DJing. So how I got started straight out of high school, the guy that Melissa met last night. He, he came up to me. He was like, yo, I got this DJ gear. He was like, you want to learn how to use it? And I was like, all right. Well, I mean, I, I always wanted a DJ. So I would go to his house in his garage and I would play with it. Eventually, I outgrew the stuff he gave me. I bought some new stuff, played with that, outgrew that. Five set up later, I'm like, I'm better. Yeah. Uh, the guys in my group, they were real because they were the homies. They would tell me shit. He's like, dude, you trash. I know, man, but I'm practicing. I'm trying. I'm trying to be better. <laughs> <laughs> seven years later, I was ready for the club. It took me seven years to become oh, wow. a wow. club. Seven years. It didn't happen overnight. It wasn't mm-hmm. seven days. Mm-hmm. That's why I saw a lot of DJs out here nowadays. They're out here and they're trying to, they think they can go buy a MIDI controller and be in the biggest club in a week. Right. Working. Right. My music library costed me over $10,000. I collect music. I've been doing it now over 10 years, collecting music and videos. He's spent over 10 Gs. Mm-hmm. Still spending. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but that's how I became DJ CJ. So my name in the group was Cancer. Oh, Ooh. are you a Cancer? I am. Mm. He's asked where I got the name from. Once you get the disease, you can't get rid of it. <laughs> wow. It's a little harsh, but I was young also. I was in my 20s. And then came, when I started becoming a DJ um, superstar, I had to make a DJ name. So I would call myself Cancer Jams, CJ. But I, I wasn't really feeling Cancer Jams. Mm-hmm. So um, my real name is actually CJ. It's what my parents called me from when I was, before I knew who I was. Um, right. My name. Calvin Miller Jr. So I'm a junior. 
So all I did was spell the CJ out, C-E-E-J-A-Y, and just turn it into DJ CJ Simplified. And then there we go. Nice. You're not, a, you're, not, you're not just a DJ, though. I'm, I'm going to have to put y'all on to some of my old music and my videos so that way y'all can see me performing. Y'all, I tell, okay, so my daughter's 11. I tell her all the time, baby, daddy used to tour all over and do shows everywhere. Whatever, daddy. I ain't trying to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe what I used to do. And then I show her and she like, hmm, okay, okay. I have to put yeah. y'all on and show y'all some stuff. We, we want to be put on. You're like the Dos Equis man, the most interesting man in the world, because you also are into woodworking. And you have that business. I've also seen some food entrepreneurship where you mm-hmm. sell plates and stuff. So you know how to get down in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. What, what, like, what's going on, bro? Well, <laughs> like, how did you get into all these different things? The jack of all trades, friend. <laughs> so my dad was a hustler. Legit hustler, not like that kind of legit. All legit. Everything I do is legit. I'm not out here selling drugs. Right. I'm not I promise. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so I mean the hustle mentality was putting me from adolescence. But um, but uh yes, I have a woodworking business. I have a my well, my brother has a t-shirt business, but I'm I'm helping him try to get it going because he's not as business savvy as I am, but I'm helping him out trying to get that going. But I'm also part of that. I have a um a food trailer. My DJ business I've been doing now 20 years. And what else do I do? I do a lot of stuff. I bartend actually. That's my day job. That's my real day job. I bartend at Embassy Suites. Yeah, let me know if y'all want to come hang out with me. I usually uh bartend money they Wednesday at the Embassy Suites by the airport. If y'all want to come hang out, have some drinks, I got y'all. Wow. Um, that's on that's some that other- high quality H2O too, right? <laughs> oh, that's right. But you're not drinking. So if you're not drinking, I'll make you a virgin drink. We'll yeah, put, like then, come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and uh, I mean, that's I think that's all I do. I got a lot of jobs. So sometimes it's hard to keep up. But yes, I do a lot. And and I'll be real. The reason why I started doing that. So I, I've always wanted to be a millionaire. I'm not there, but I want to be one. <laughs> but yeah. I, I I met with a millionaire and he told me, he said, the key to success is get one business going. When that one is going and it's, it's good, then you start another one. When you get up to five businesses and they're going, then you well on your way to becoming a millionaire. So my DJ business is set. I pretty much don't have to promote anymore. Right. Um, it's set. I'm making money. I'm, I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. And, and so I was reaching out, trying to start another business. And um, the woodworking thing came because I actually, you know, I build Legos. That's what I do. I don't have anything right here to show y'all. All my Lego stuff is, is packed away. But I got, like, a lot of Lego sets that I collect. Mm-hmm. Um, the food thing came because back when I was, when I moved out the house with my mom, my mom, she, she grew up in New Orleans. Put a pin in that. We're going to come back to that. And wow. That. But, yeah, that, that put a pin in that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a story for you, Angela. But my mom, my parents, both of my parents grew up in New Orleans. So she was cooking. When she moved out the house, she told me, she was like, I ain't going to be cooking for you no more, so you got to learn. And I like to eat. So I had to learn how to And it, it became a passion. And people like my plates. So I started doing the food trailer thing. It's just another business, another hustle. It keeps me busy. It keeps me out of trouble. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of guys out here doing a lot of random stuff, and I'm trying not to get locked mm-hmm. up. So. <laughs> yeah. 
What type of food is it? What kind of food is it? So, so I'll be so okay. So my my food truck is called Fresh Cuts. I don't have anything. Oh yeah, I do got some right here to show y'all. Let me pull that up real quick so y'all can see it. You ain't gonna be able to see it. Okay, so my food truck is called Fresh Cuts. Um, the reason why I started out doing that was because I wanted to be different than every other food truck. I wanted to do something healthy. So, because uh, you have a lot of people out here that want to go to food trucks, but they want to eat healthy. They don't want to eat tacos, barbecue, da 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 da. So I would do juices. I would do smoothies. I was doing deli. Salad. Okay. Something on the healthy tip. It also helped out because when I was building my trailer, I built my trailer by myself, by the way. The woodwork wow. side comes in. Comes in. All comes in. But um, so yes, I also do building a food trailer. Is this something else I do? But um, uh, I would go to the food truck parks and go um, look at other trailers, and every park was doing either barbecue or tacos. Yeah. So. If you go to a food truck park right now, and I'm pretty sure y'all have done it, and you, you got five barbecue trucks, you're looking at all of them like, well, which one do I eat? They all sell barbecue. Right. But if I'm the only one in the middle with juices and smoothies, well, at least you know where you're getting your juicy or smoothie from. That's not, you know, I ain't got no competition. Right. So the flip side of that goes back to my New Orleans roots. <laughs> my, my catfish, and I have to say, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but my catfish is, might be the best in the city. Oh, it might, it might be, it might be. Oh. Let me be the judge of, of that. <laughs> I had a lot of catfish in the city, and I might have the best. And I know that's not on the healthy tip, but I, I make it. I'll make it at the house, and everybody was like, "Yo, man, you got to sell it." Mm. And so I was like, "You know what? All right, I'll still do the healthy, but at the same time, I got the catfish, and it sells itself. Whenever I sell it, it's it's gone. I got people literally mad at me when I run out." And one thing, one thing I've noticed though is a lot of people are going more towards the pescatarian route, where they only eat fish as a protein. Um, so, although it may not necessarily be the healthiest, you might be catering to a market that maybe you know they out there, but they out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I and I've been thinking about switching my lifestyle as well because I'm turning forty now and I'm getting old. So, you forty and fine, CJ. You good? Thank you. Thank you, but you know, it's it's just about uh staying alive longer. That's yeah. right, and 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 as a forty year old man, it's time for me to go get that checkup. I'm not looking forward to that, but uh, oh, you gonna let him stick their finger where the sun oh, don't shine? Oh, oh look. don't put a picture. <laughs> about this. Don't put a <laughs> so spe speaking of these pins that you drop in, uh, Melissa's um sobriety seems to be of interest to you. Uh, let let's talk about it. I would love to hear your story because I might have some attack on that. Let's hear it. Okay, yeah. So um, I guess in November, God really started doing a work in me. And, um, and, and part of it was me giving up alcohol. And so just making lifestyle changes that, that were more in alignment with where I'm going. Um, I've been doing some ministry work. And so, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm a fun time without alcohol. I don't need it. It's, it makes my bill a little cheaper. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I actually, when I started having my kids, I stopped drinking for like four years. And mm -hmm. so it's, it's really just a continuation. Actually, me and Angie stopped drinking together at the same time. And so Destiny was our only friend that was out here drinking in these streets for a while. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm from Iowa. I'm not going to lie. God can say what he want. We're going we gonna to continue to drink. I don't have to get drunk, <laughs> but I have, I have right. to drink. 
And I'm, I mean, I'm not real quick. Put a pin in the Iowa thing. We're going to come back to that. Put a pin okay. <laughs> dropping pins. Got you. <laughs> We're dropping pins all day. So, yeah, that's it. I've just, I've been doing some ministry work. Um, and I, I just don't, I don't need it. I, I can have a good time without it. I, we went to Cancun. We we're talking about traveling earlier. And we were at an all-inclusive resort. And I drank bottled water and pineapple juice. The whole the time. Interesting. So it's not even a temptation to me. It was an easy thing to let go of. That's very, that's very good. And the good Lord is doing great things in your life. Yes. I, 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 and, and you know we're gonna keep it real i can i can say that i just started back going to church i, I have a reason why i stopped going for a while i just started back mm-hmm. and i'm trying to be consistent with it my church home is tlcf true life christian fellowship it's over here on the east side oh um, true life true life yeah 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 that's that's where i go i've been going there now like 10 12 years it's my church okay. home. but um but i i went through a, a very bad divorce and my drinking got really really heavy and it's, mm-hmm. yeah 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 it was it was bad but it, it's coming down now and um things are getting better and the good lord is continuing to work on me and it's good to know the good lord is working on you that's great yeah excellent god is good god is good true all, life i'm gonna have to check it out, <laughs> to check it out. <laughs> well let's hear your pin drop about uh new orleans what would you oh, have to say here about we go that? <laughs> okay, so so my parents grew up actually in Hammond, which is like 45 minutes north. So are you from New Orleans, Angela? Born and raised. Okay, so you know about Hammond then. Right, right. So uh-huh. my whole family is from there, like my roots are from there. So the reason <laughs> why I got love hate for the Saints, I just want to say uh, I, I love the rivalry. I feel like the Saints make the feathers about the Falcons better and vice versa. Because without that, right, that that robbery is just fun for football and it's fun right. for me. Uh, yeah. My whole family is Saints fans because they all from there. So right. that's the reason why every time I see a Saint fan, I got to give them the business. <laughs> every time. <laughs> you don't, you don't only give the business, though. You really get deep down to dirty <laughs> trash talk online. I mean, it, it's so ugly sometimes. I'll be like, oh, if I see this guy in person. I, I I I do because it, it's just the hate that I feel in my heart for Saints fans. It's just it's when I hear who that, I just want to throw up in my throat. <laughs> the hate in my heart. Wow. Right, right now, guys, he's hold, holding up his best dad sign. It seems like he's trained his daughter in the way she should go because she gave right. him a best dad picture frame with the the falcon on the side. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> yeah, this is sit, sit this back down over here. This is for Angela's jersey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I will say, so I will say all, all New Orleans is a very fun place, and I love to go there. I love going to see my family. I'm actually going down there. So part one of my birthday celebration, because my birthday is actually on July 21st. I'm going to go see my family, and I'm going to spend a week down there. And we definitely go to New Orleans, and we're going to play it up in the casino. It's going down. Oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah. Listen, if I'm going to New Orleans, I'm going to eat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh. okay. So I got a story about that. So I, I, I went to the doctor. This is probably like two or three years ago. The doctor told me, the doctor said, you're going to have to stop. You're going to have to give up the fried foods. And I was like, Doc, you crazy. You crazy, Doc. You funny. <laughs> and the doctor was like, no, for real. You got to get the fried foods. I said, Doc, I lived a good life. You can just take me now. I'm just- <laughs> 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 so... 
So literally, I, I said, I was like, all right, I got to get the prime food. A week later, we had a trip planned to go to New Orleans. So I'm down there and I'm looking at every menu at every place, trying mm. to eat. Another reason why I did the food truck thing, trying to eat healthy, you just got to give up because everything in New Orleans is fried. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Or soaked in butter. I'm just going to have to not eat healthy while I'm in New Orleans. But this <laughs> We went for our birthdays last year. We were there for three days. I came back. Why my scale say I gained 13 pounds Hell in three yeah. days? It's so I weight. know next time I need to lose weight before I go to New Orleans. So I balance it. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. The eating is off the chain. So it's with that, delicious. Y'all sound like y'all New Orleans savvy. What's y'all go-to place for food in New Orleans? What's y'all well, well, CJ, I'd love to tell you I'm New Orleans savvy, but it took until <laughs> last year before my friend ever took me. So I've only been once. You know, okay, I, so when you wait, I will say I can't wait to try Aunt Marion's food. Um, yeah. We need like an authentic home-cooked meal. But when I go, I do love Deanie's. They have this barbecue shrimp. And there's nothing barbecue about it. It's like this delicious, oily butter, uh, herbs and spices, like and these shrimp, and these shrimp that are like huge. They prawns when they that they, big. They're they prawns. prawns, and you do have to peel them, and that's the one part I don't like. By the end of it, you look like a sloppy mess. Mm -hmm. But but I could swim in that butter sauce. I, I think mm. I could swim in it. And like well, if y'all can't tell, pit. Melissa will describe some food for you, boy, won't she? She will. <laughs> yeah, you want to book a book a trip? Yeah. <laughs> Dini's barbecue shrimp with that bread that they serve it with. You're gonna need extra bread, but um, that's my two cents. Uh uh. Liquor, but food is definitely still on the table. Got you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I got here from Angela because she's from there. So Angela, where's the spot? We if we go to New Orleans, where we gotta go, Angela? Gotta well, go. typically when I'm going to New Orleans, I don't even eat out. My family has the spread. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. Breakfast I'm, from can, breakfast to lunch to dinner, it's laid out. I I can agree. Oh, my mom. Before I go, my mom asked me what you want to eat. What you want to eat, baby? Right. Well, I'm you know saying the red beans and rice is popping. Yeah. Uh, you know I'm saying the collard greens they be popping. You know yep. what I'm saying? So, yeah, it, and it's stuff that, that I can cook, but I can't cook as good as her. Right. The never rest gonna be the same. Before she dies, and I, I don't, I'm not, I hope I don't wish death on the mom, but of course, you know, people only here for so long. I gotta get her gumbo recipe. I got to get it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gonna happen. I gotta get it. The thing with those recipes is you actually have to watch them make it because their recipes, when they tell you it'd be fucked up, like oh. they don't even know how to explain what they be doing. Right. Oh, yeah. They just sprinkle it to the good Lord, tell them to stop. No, but right. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, that's what I, when I say I got to get the recipe, I mean I got to go cook it with her. And it's going right. to take three cooks like Breaking Bad. It ain't going to happen in one. It's got to be a couple cooks. <laughs> like, <laughs> Not Breaking Bad. I just want to say one thing. My, my spot, and, and, I, and it slips my mind, and but I know you, I know you know, Angela. The chicken shack, uh, with the with the cock with the uh the the uh the chicken joint. It's it's a chain and it's all over Bourbon Street. It's all yeah. around. Did you but just say called, with the cock? It got a cock on it. I know what you're talking <laughs> about. It's yeah. it's all over. What's I'm the name? Oh, you what? gotta have it. It's, it's, is it good? 
it's basic, but it's it's good, yo. They chicken but, is I, but are you influenced by the alcoholic beverages and so no, yeah? No, because I don't even go there for the liquor because they're they're um uh, what do they got? The daiquiri daiquiris don't do that for me. I right. will say I'm I'm pretty much alcoholic. I, I gotta drink my liquor straight, almost straight, 75%, 25% ratio. Daiquiris don't do nothing for me. But the chicken, and you go there, you can go there. I think they open till like three, four in the morning. Is it Willie's cocktail? Yes. <laughs> there you go. So when you go, get you some Willie's. Angela, like looks, Angela looks kind of disappointed. No, right. I'm not, not a fan. I'm not. What, what's your go-to chicken shack, Ange? Yeah. Uh, no. What, what's no. your go-to? My go-to store? At home? Yeah. I'm I'm really not going no. I, I might go to Popeyes, and that sounds crazy. But you Popeyes hit different out there. Off. Popeyes fell I, off. I really don't go out to eat when I'm there. If I'm there with fam, I don't have to go out to eat. I'm a roast. Yeah, I, I I don't know that experience, Angela. So <laughs> me either. We have, we've had to pay for our food. We're going to Angela's mom's house. We book a trip. We going. Well, this hello, is, hello, okay. Aunt Marion. My name is Destiny. <laughs> you don't know me, but I love you already. I, I'm, I'm speaking to the tripod. We have company. Let's not bring our family issues into the meeting. I'll say this about Angela. She took us to a corner store where they sold fried chicken wings and fried rice and french fries. And I want to say the meal was like $6. Right. Yeah. They got a, they got was a spot. delicious. They got yeah. a spot called Super King. And you go and you get a plate literally because I eat. But I can share this with my daughter and still have leftovers. But you get right. uh, you get catfish or shrimp or chicken strips, and you get a big old bed of rice, and the place like nine bucks, and it is huge. Yeah, it's in Hammond, y'all. Every time we go down there, we holler at Super King. Yeah, well, every, every other gas station, you can get a breakfast grits, toast, bacon, sausage, yep. eggs, three dollars. Yep. Oh, there's another place. It's called like. Um, New Orleans spirit and something. They have these voodoo egg rolls Ooh, with egg. Uh, crawfish in it and then it's fried up into an egg roll. Can't <laughs> I got a story about crawfish. Uh oh. So, so my story is, and people always, whenever I tell them my story, they're like, hmm. So, like I said, I, I pretty much grew up in Louisiana because my family's from there. So, I've been going there since before I knew who I was. And out in Louisiana, in, in, in the front of my grandparents' yard in the ditches, because they got ditches everywhere out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the crawfish just, they, they live out in the ditches. And, yeah. and we would go out, before I even knew what a crawfish was, we would go out and we would grab them things up and throw them around like, like they were frogs. Like we just <laughs> put them out in front of the house. Yeah. And then. I knew, I'm not gonna. I was. I was like now years old when I realized they actually lived in little mud holes in the yard. My oh my uncle, God, yes, yeah. my uncle took me out. They built like these little mud funnels in the yard, and they they like funnel down in the. That's the reason why I don't eat crawfish because they live in the mud out in the yard. <laughs> in yard. And yeah. people eat them like they're a delicacy. I can't roll with it. I just. I, I I, am I the only one who feels like that's a more recent thing? Like. We, uh, we had crawfish as well. We would see them when we go to the, and we would just put, pull them up and stuff, but we wasn't eating them. Yeah. But like people eating crawfish the way they do now, that delicacy, yeah. that boil, yeah. um, it's, it seemed like that's become more worldwide popular recently. That wasn't. <laughs> you know what? I never even thought about that till you just said that. Because where I yeah. come from, 
crab boil. But yeah, yes, yeah. now it's like people not even eating crabs like they used to. They eat crawfish now. I don't like, know that's what I get. <laughs> I, I, I'm not eating it. I'm not eating crawfish at all. No, I ain't doing it. I ain't sucking nothing's head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all well. If it's, in, well. If it's in a... <laughs> If it's in a sauce, a crawfish sauce, like we yes. those, then I'll eat it. But I'm not eating no crawfish straight up. I ain't doing it. No, like if you if you put it in etouffee and I don't have to do any yeah. work, I can get down yeah. with it. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not ripping nothing. I'm not. <laughs> I don't even want to say it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now, now hold on. Now, because I got another pen. You say you grew up in Iowa, Destiny. Yeah. I grew up in SA, so I was wrong. I got a. Where, how the hell did you get go to Iowa? Who who do you know this from? Iowa? How the hell did you end up there? All, all my people. That's where I started from. That's where I was born. I was born in Burlington Community, uh, Burlington Medical Center, and uh, BMC. Uh, yeah, that's where I, I was. Anybody in my life from Iowa? Ever. Yeah. You might you probably ran into us. You didn't know there's actually a lot of uh, teachers in Iowa from from Iowa in Texas. Yeah. So San Antonio has a lot of teachers um, and such because they had like some sort of program where they was paying off student loans uh, if you come teach down in Texas for a couple of years. Mm. So yeah, you, pro you probably ran into them. I mean, we don't brag about it, you know, but you probably ran into it. Something <laughs> like it. So I got another question for you. Let's bring it back full circle. What hip hop influence, if ever, comes from Iowa? Well, we claim all of the Midwest. So my hometown, Burlington, is four hours from Chicago, four hours from St. Louis. So okay. Chingy, right. Nelly, all them, we was claiming them. We was doing the chicken head in the monastery and shit. Um, you know, Kanye, we was claiming him. We still claim him. He's still ours. You know, like, so any, anything from the Midwest, we going to rep it hard. Oh, okay. All but right. that also, well, that also opened up the day. door for uh, us to be, that, that opened up the door for us to be eclectic. So I always really love uh, East Coast music. I really love West Coast. So I feel like that because we didn't necessarily have anything to ourselves, we were able to be non-biased in our musical yeah. choice. There you go. I'm glad, I'm glad, you know, and the reason why I asked that question and this knowledge for me is because you never know what you might get in life. And if somebody asked me to go DJ in Iowa right now, the first thing I'd be like, what the hell do I play for people in Iowa? <laughs> so now I know. Well, you know, one thing that's interesting uh sometimes in the clubs a lot a lot of the little we don't really have clubs we have little bars right so right. similar to like how how rebar looks aesthetically but one thing that's different is sometimes there's not even a dj so like you'll go down to the 219 club shout out 219 club which is technically not a bar it's a biker club that has a, a building and a lot of times they don't have a dj they're passing around ipads because you know everybody who's in there and so it's an iPad that plays to the joint. And so <laughs> it really be like Lil Boosie and shit playing. Obviously, we not from where Lil Boosie from, but we like that music. Like, that's why I said we're, we can be more eclectic. And it's really ratchet. It's really a good ratchet situation. I love it. I would, if I went to Iowa right now, I would not know what to do. I, do, whatever, I would, do whatever your heart calls. And if you in a, even if you in a mixed situation, because there's a lot of mixed situation, Boosie goes hard out there. We really fuck with Boosie. Okay, well, I was talking about as far as the DJ, but I'm also talking about as far as the travel part because um, I I, look, I do like to travel and go yeah. a lot of places. But if I went to Iowa, what what do you do in Iowa? Where where is the spot? Like, okay, you go to San Antonio, 
you got to go see the outdoors if it's your first time. What do you go see in Hollywood? What you like being outdoors? Like, there's a lot of, like, there's, like, stars caves and stuff where you can go hiking. Okay. All right. Kind of that. There's some outdoors events. But I go for my family. I can't. No, I was but, beautiful. But like, I've seen you pictures. Would know, you would know, yo, well, I was known for this. Yeah. Okay. okay. I got you. There's a lot of cornfields and pig, uh, pig situation. Okay, so, so so you said it's close to Shy, so I'm guessing what is it down south food? Is that what what y'all are known for or what? <laughs> we oh. have a very very interesting menu. Uh, bomb fried <laughs> the fried chicken out there be busting. The fried chicken, I don't know what they do different about the fried chicken. It is so good at back home. I love the fried chicken. Interesting. Uh, but we're I'm also known about to, the Iowa thing. This is you know, <laughs> well, I was also known for a pork tenderloin. I don't personally eat the pork t- tenderloin, but that's a big thing. Um, where they take like a pork tenderloin and they pat it out so wide, like it's outside your bun, they fry it and you eat it on a sandwich. That's a big thing. Uh, I heard that in Chicago, somebody because I so I was re- I was gonna make a pork chop sandwich and I was gonna <laughs> add it to my menu, so I started researching um recipes. And yes, that's one thing they were talking about, about like, yeah, hitting and making it flat. And okay, so yeah. that's from Chicago. Yeah, so it's Midwest thing. Uh, another thing, we love fried catfish and spaghetti together. Yeah, like, as well, a, as a, this podcast is finished. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock it to your heart, we treat spaghetti like a side dish so we, we treat spaghetti like a side dish so you're gonna have some fried chicken or some fried fish never ever let fish catfish go with spaghetti never never it's I delicious would, i wouldn't even eat catfish for lunch and spaghetti for dinner i'm not, <laughs> I'm not it's delicious <laughs> And, uh, and, then, and then probably the, the last thing that I will say is uh, we have very interesting taste in pizza, but it's so, it's so good. I, t- I took my wife, my wife loves going home with me just to eat, like, cause you eating stuff you ain't never had nowhere else. But um, they do. So the best pizza spot is actually the gas station called Casey's. And you could eat, bre- you could eat pizza at any given time of the day. They have what's called a breakfast pizza where they put eggs and sausage or eggs and bacon on the pizza. It is so good. Uh, then they have a taco pizza, which is, uh, they take Doritos and sausage and lettuce and tomato, oh, put it on the pizza. <laughs> and, uh, and they have a BLT pizza, which is bacon, lettuce, tomato on a pizza. And it's fucking good. Hmm. Wow. I didn't even realize how different that food was. I've been everywhere in the world and I've never been anywhere else that has that type of stuff. It is so good. I make that shit. Angela, nope. I made you the BLT pizza and you loved it. Right, but ain't nobody else making that. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, we, need a, we need a pizza food truck. We need the food truck. CJ, you know, Iowa I will say the, the, the little thing that a lot of people don't realize about the food truck industry, switching gears, is is when you, if you ever decide to get into it, you have to really sit down and and I'm talking about like over weeks and decide what you want to do. And that's what I did. And I, pizza, I love pizza. One of, that's one of the things that I wanted to do for my food trailer. But 
when you start researching, you realize it might not be so great. The oven in there is like 400 degrees. And in Texas heat, you got to get that oven to 400 degrees. And then you got to be in there with that oven. In a tin box. I'm all saying, say no more. That sounds like hell. And then, and then this one guy, when I was researching, he has a, a trailer. He said he's making his dough in his trailer. So oh, he said the whole trailer is just flour. Like, everything's covered in flour. And, and I was like, well, you know, maybe that ain't that ain't for me. It's, uh, pizza's a good ROI, though, because you can make pizza for cheap. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's something to think about, but I think that's better for a brick and mortar versus a trailer. I agree. But I'm not I saying agree. it can't be done. Just know that if you do it, it's going to be hot in that Texas heat in that trailer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Save yeah. that for up north. Maybe up north in the wintertime, that'd be a great thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but back to the travel thing. And the only reason why I ask that is because I, I, I travel to a lot of places. So I recently went, and I've been back like two or three times since. My wife wanted to go to Tucson. And I was like, what the hell is in Tucson? <laughs> <laughs> But she wanted it was her birthday. I had I had no say so. I'm like, well, I guess we're going to Tucson, book the flight. So we went to Tucson. Tucson is actually dope. Yeah, really. One one of the, the coolest things about it is an hour north of Tombstone, <clears throat> Tombstone, uh, Arizona. So you mm-hmm. go out there and it's still uh like the old Wild West. They oh. leave that. Yeah. So yeah. so so you get to go out there and be in the Wild West for a day. Yeah, and Tucson. I mean, uh, Tucson has the casinos. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, y'all probably don't know that side of me, but I'm a real big casino guy. We'll come okay. back. Put a pin in that. And, but yeah. also, I got some buddies out there that actually are legit from San Antonio. So some DJ buddies. So when I go out there, I can rock in clubs. Like I just take my stuff and go rock. And I, oh. I got the opportunity to do that last time, and it is different when you're a road DJ. DJing for different audiences, you really have to, it, it's different. And that's mm-hmm. the reason why I said if I went to Iowa, what do I play for an Iowa crowd? Now you put me on, but mm-hmm. you got to be real savvy at that when you DJ for different cities and different states. Everybody yeah. listens. So. That's cool, though. That means you got to do a lot of research. You got to be, whew. Yeah, you do. Just like New Orleans is real big on the bounce. <laughs> real big. Yeah. And- and my family is from there, and they take every song and put a bounce beat to it because my yeah. cousin's down on the porch and listen to bounce music all day. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I got put on the bounce music. And so mm-hmm. when I play a little set of it, people call, you from New Orleans, Walden? No, I'm not from there, but my family is, so I know all about it. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, Desi got a music question for you. Let's she do was, it. She was excited about this one. I don't remember. <laughs> Oh, you want me? Okay, this is Dustin. Oh, I, I had a, a music question, but I, he basically added it uh, when he started talking about, I was going to ask if it was T.I. Aluda from the Atlanta area, but he said T.I., but I'm going to circle back. Um, so my favorite artist was Luda. I've got a story about that. So when oh. I was growing up out there, um, my I, I moved down here, like I said, in 1999. Uh-huh. I was out there. I don't know if y'all know how Luda got. Luda was on radio. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. He was. Uh, he had a show on V103, and it was Chris Level of and Poon Daddy. That was his show. And I had been listening to that all my childhood. So right. I moved out here, and then my sister, which is like three years older than me, her uh, 
her dude at the time, he we were all here in San Antonio. We were watching TV and Ludacris came on and he was like, hey, you know who that is, right? I was like, Ludacris. He was like, yo, that's Chris Lover Lover from V103. So he uh-huh. ran to it. Then he became big time Ludacris. So I was a super Ludacris fan because for one, I can relate to him. Right. But number two, you know, it's from my childhood. But at, um, of course, Luda's music changed a little bit, which he's still right. good. T.I. came in and that's when T.I. became my favorite. Okay, question. As you bring up T.I., you actually just segued into my question that I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. Who invented trap music? Ooh. Who invented it? Who's the originator oh, of trap well, music? He said he, said he did. Uh, I'm the only do, thing do about you align trap- with it? Uh, you said, do I mind? Do you align with that? Do you think, um, yeah, I mean, G, you got Jeezy out there who was kind of neck and neck with them? Uh, I got mixed feelings about Young Jeezy. Uh, I feel like Young Jeezy is fraudulent. Let's put a pin mm. in that. Jay Jenkins? Uh, you think Jay Jenkins is fraudulent? I've heard, I have no proof, but I've heard stories of how he got into the industry and with the whole BMF thing. I don't know if y'all savvy about that, but I've heard that he is a, uh, he's a fake gangster. Um, so I do have something to weigh in on that. Uh, my brother-in-law, shout out to Joey, uh, actually went to school with Jay Jenkins, and he's a military brat. Oh, I've, I've heard I've heard things about him that that I question, and I have no proof on anything. But yeah. I have heard that he he talks a lot about the street life. But supposedly BMF put him on, helped fund him. But when yeah. BMF BMF is about that street life. When they started getting caught up, he didn't want nothing to do with it, so he wanted out. No. But you can get on the track and you can talk about, you know, selling dope, but but right. the people backing you do it and you don't want no part of it. So what I can't say, you know about T.I., we pretty much know T.I. really living that life. He's still right. fighting cases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's fighting cases. So I'm pretty sure, think about it. When the last time you heard of Young Jeezy fighting a case? Mm-hmm. And no, and he ain't never fought no case. Right. And, okay. and I, ain't not, I mean, he, you know, he's selling records. So I'm not knocking him on that. I just say that because of that, I feel like I'm going to roll with T.I.'s version of it. It sounds a little more credible to me. Mm. Okay. All right, I'm going to bounce back on, on, on the topic of travel. Out Uh-oh. of all the destinations you've been to, what has been your your most favorite? And then also, where where that you traveled, did you enjoy like the the local music? Ooh, oh wow, <laughs> that is deep. That's the okay. So the travel part, um, I'm gonna say that probably my favorite spot is Jamaica. That might be thus far Ooh. my favorite spot in the world. It's okay. be, and I really feel like it's because of my roots um, that I just enjoy Jamaica. You go out there and you just feel at home. Yeah. As, as a brother. I also say one of my my letdowns, two of my letdowns, and Destiny ain't gonna like the second one, so I'll hold that one. <laughs> two of my letdowns was Hawaii was one of them. I feel like Hawaii was. <laughs> Somebody told me they said Hawaii is like Jamaica, but but more upscale. And now now I will say though, I gotta give Hawaii another chance because supposedly Ma- I went to Honolulu. Supposedly Maui is a little bit nicer island. Right. But I went to Maui. I went to Honolulu. I feel like it was have y'all been? 
I I went two years ago for my anniversary and okay. I felt the same way. Like I was not impressed. Well, which yeah. one's the more commercial? Is it Maui or Honolulu? Honolulu. Honolulu. Okay. So my friend that I work with, she told me when I was telling her what I like, she it must have been Maui, she said, because I don't want the commercial side of it. I want to see the I want to see the foliage. I want right. to like I, it's not even the water that I want to see. I want to yeah. see the beautiful flowers go right. Well, let me let me say let me say this for that. If you go, because I heard Maui might be better for you there, but I will say if you go to Honolulu, you're gonna get that as well. We we took a drive. And we actually took a wrong turn and we went through this tunnel in this mountain. And when that tunnel opened up, it was amazing. The mm -hmm. mountain. And the way the, the the trees sat on the mountains, it was amazing. We had to pull over and just like soak it in. It was dope. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe on the other side of that mountain, we saw. I think that's where they shot Jurassic Park. So oh. we pulled over, and we're in a neighborhood, and we're just snapping pictures of of the mountains. And this this guy come out. It's really Asian um, cultured out there. This guy come out, old Asian dude, and he had a house out there. It was a shack. Like it was, I think it was a four bedroom house, but it looked so small. So I asked the guy, I was like, "Hey man, how you uh, how how long you've been living out here?" He said, "All my life." Uh, well, no, he not. He said, "Uh, like twenty years, he had been living in that house." I said, "How do you like your backyard view?" He was just like, mm. he gave like the Mister Miyagi look. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we looked up his house on Zillow. His house was a million dollar house, and I'm talking about it was a shack. But his yeah. backyard view was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I sit out there on a on a Harbor Freight twenty dollar chair and just look at my backyard all day long. Right, but if so you you gonna like that? I, so, well, but, the but, one thing I've heard is it's very expensive too. Once you're hey, there, yes. You know what? I, I have to disagree, Angela. When we went out there, the first thing we did, we got off the plane. We because I heard it was expensive too. So we go, we pull up to McDonald's. Now I don't eat McDonald's. I just want to see the price. <laughs> we look at the menu and. Uh -huh. It was like a dollar or two more than it is here. Well, I, I guess because I didn't eat local, I ate, I, I mean, I ate local. I didn't eat stuff that I normally could get in the States. Um, and then that was a, a bit expensive. And I made like a thousand dollar mistake when I first got there because nobody told me that the islands were separated the way they were. Yep. Yep. Booked, yeah, Airbnb on a different island and I flew into a different island. And I didn't even realize yep. that the day of and I was like oh shit how do I get over there like is there a, a ferry or something to take me to the other island and the lady was like no it's man we, a boat. yeah you got to fly over there I, well, was see, like, I, I was I was blessed in that my my wife has been there before I think twice so okay. when I, I had a tour guide there you go so, but the only reason why I'm gonna say you might and, and it depends on what you like to do Melissa but like the Pearl Harbor Probably the best part about that was going to Pearl Harbor. It was very, it, it was it was a lot to take in, but it was good. Mm -hmm. And just to go there and and be able to see that it was it was breathtaking. I have to say that's probably the best. I think part when I when I vacation, I like being a little more adventurous. I, I like snorkeling. Um, I like going in the caves. Um, yeah. I, I've okay. done zip lining a couple times. Um, I went ATV riding in, in Mexico and. Oh my gosh, that was so fun! Yeah, I went, I went ATVing and ziplining in Belize, and the mosquitoes out there are the size of birds. They are, 
<laughs> we all got back to the cruise boat and everybody was like, no, yeah. no, man. And, and zipline was was off the chain. They took us like an hour out into the jungle, and it was off the chain. But when we get back to the boat, everybody was scratching. The mosquitoes wow. was up. We didn't even know. It. So yeah, if you go to Belize, take some take some big uh off. A yeah. Big what, was other, <laughs> what was the other destination location? The other spot that was a letdown for me is gonna be Chicago. Super <laughs> super letdown. Wow, <laughs> you wasn't in the right, you wasn't doing the right thing. What was you doing out there? I, I was gonna chime in. I don't know. Mm. Chicago is so weird. I heard that it we everybody say you go out there, you're gonna eat good. I was right. asking all the locals, where do I eat at? Where do I eat at? And I and I talked to someone. Actually, I got a buddy from there. His wife, she grew up there and she's like 43. She'd been there all her life. She ain't really never went nowhere. So she yeah. took um to a spot with some Italian beef. Italian beef ain't what it is. It's not what's up. Um, we went because a lot of people don't like it dipped. So I would I would suggest the half dip, half not to see if you like it dipped or not. Well, I told them not dip, but they I guess they look like I must like a dipped guy because they dipped my <laughs> so I told them not dip. I'm like, well, I guess I'm getting dipped. I went to Giordano's. I'm not a real big deep dish pizza fan. Mm -hmm. I went and had the Chicago dog. Mm, I could make that in San Antonio. Like, I don't know, man. I just I, I, now, now I will say, as much as people hype the food, if you go to New Orleans and they say you go there to go eat, as y'all all say, you gonna get some good eating. But when you go to Chicago, I feel like the eating was subpar. I was let down. Mm. Uh, Ch Chicago's that spot for me. Um where when I go I eat at my people's house so I enjoy it yeah because I'm not I'm not eating in the city too much I'm eating with my people and they can cook yeah I think oh, the big, biggest thing for me about Chicago the, the best part was the fact that I got to go to Wrigley Field which was um yeah so one of my one of my things people don't know about I, I'm trying to tour the the U.S. and go to stadium and just take pictures with stadium so I want to yeah. go get even the Superdome. I even want to get a picture there. <laughs> and maybe we can go to a game together. You know what? I, I do want to go to a game, and I will say that I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a big guy. I'm a little afraid to go to a Saints stadium because yeah, you, uh, you might hurt, but I'll, I'll protect you. You, you gonna wear your Falcon jersey or not? I'm definitely going my Falcon. Every time, one thing about me, if you know, every time I go to Bourbon Street, I strut down with something Falcons on every time I go to Bourbon. <laughs> wow. I want them to know that I'm ATL all day. All wow. day. Well, what so, about so, the... So my, my place with music... Yes. You know what? I'm going to say this. I don't know how to answer that question because this is... So as I said, I've been doing music for 20 years. When I go out of town, I do not go to the club. So I can't say that I party at any spot I go to. So mm -hmm. I don't know how to answer that question. The reason why for me is when I go out of town, I, I don't, nobody wants to go somewhere where they work. So right. when I go out of town, I'm not going to go club. People ask me all the time since I'm from Atlanta, the first thing they say is, yo, the strip clubs out there is banging. I'll be real with you. When I go to Atlanta, I do, I've never been in a strip club in Atlanta. Never. Because mm -hmm. when I go down there, like y'all, I'm going to see my family. Yeah. I'm going down there to go to strip clubs. I guess if you're a tourist, 
and you go to Atlanta, that might be something you want to do, but I don't go down there for that. I go down there to be with my family and to do family stuff and da 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 da. So yeah. I don't answer that question. Mm. Well, I even I when I go to even when I go to Bourbon Street, I usually just go to Bourbon Street and drink and walk up and down Bourbon Street. I don't really go in any bars out there. I, mm. I think um, well, the reason I had that question was because from New Orleans, when I went out to um, is it Frenchman Friend? Is that what it's called? Where they have all the live music on the street? It's actually not on Bourbon. It's off Bourbon by um, Cafe Du Monde. Okay. Uh, no, no, it's a different it's on direction. the side of that. Once you walk yeah, up this it's yeah. it's in the, it's like a nightlife out there where they have all these street performers and mm -hmm. I mean just talented, talented people. There was this one guy, he had one of those, is it called a synthesizer where you make a beat with it? Is that what that's called? I don't know. My, I don't know my details. Synthesizer is computer. Oh yeah. no. Well, the little thing like where you could create like a couple little da -da -da -da, and it creates a beat. And then he had a guy there that was playing um, like a saxophone and they, they created a beat right there in the middle of the street. And mm -hmm. then he went up to people and was like, give me a word. And one person was like, love. And then another person was like, chicken. Oh, yeah. I've seen him do that on the main strip. That's just, yeah. what's the street with the, is that Canal Street with the, uh, the trolley? All the shopping. I've seen it was I've just seen amazing. It was so good. And he was just, such the lyricist that um, I was impressed. It, it was just amazing. Oh yeah, they wanted. We saw we saw some kids out there last time we went. I believe they were they like they were in high school, but they was out there playing the drums on bourbon, and they were going. Hard. Oh yeah, I, I have that on video. That. Yeah, they were going super hard. Probably yeah. the, the best thing I seen last time I went though is so we we went by this guy. He was singing. I forgot what song he was singing, but he was going hard. He was going so hard. I thought it was a recording, but it was him singing. Mm. So and I was a little late at the time. It was late we at the hotel, <laughs> but all I know is I think somebody that was with us decided to tip him. He had a Chihuahua. I can't make this up. He told the I would have had better footage, but I was a little lit. I should have took better footage. He told the Chihuahua, "Go get my money." The Chihuahua wow. walked, got the dollar in his mouth, and it walked. But he said, "Bring my money back." Chihuahua brings his money, and I wanted to see. If he was legit, so I, I stood back and I was like, "Hey, go a dollar." The Chihuahua will walk over, grab the money in his mouth, walk it back to his master. Yo. Wow! So we all need a Chihuahua that's getting dollars. <laughs> we all need that. <laughs> I'm not even a dog person, and I will take a Chihuahua that's getting me. <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing I'm gonna teach coach to do, man. Is, uh, go, go get them dollars for me, little daddy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know, another stress than having a stripper friend and probably cheaper. Right. <laughs> well, let's talk about you. You know, you've been showing us your sign here that shows that you're the world's greatest dad. Can you tell us uh, what is the greatest part about being a girl dad? So. I have to say probably one of the realest points is I had her when I was 29 um, and I was coming out of my 20s and I ain't gonna lie, I was out here in these streets, I was wilding, I was doing a lot of things. But then, <laughs> <laughs> but then when I had my daughter, uh, I seen life differently. And, um, and I'm not perfect, I'll be real, but I feel like women should be treated better than what they are because I don't want nobody to treat my daughter a certain kind of way. So 
I, I changed a lot of my ways when I had my baby. Mm. So how do you teach her? How she? You know what? Her? I teach her. I teach her a lot of things. We uh we get out there. We work on the four wheelers together. I pretty much teach her that she don't need no man. You can do this yourself. If you want to have a man to do it for you, that's great. But if he don't want to do it, tell him to get out the way. You do it yourself. I teach her how to get out there and change the oil in the four wheelers. I mean, we work on the four wheelers all the time. Um, I'm still trying to figure out at her age what she's uh, what she really wants to do. So mm -hmm. I test her with different things. I actually bought her a DJ board, and we practiced with that a little bit. She okay. says she want to play basketball, so we're going to try to practice with that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I taught her how to play roulette. She's a beast at roulette. <laughs> when she comes to the age of getting in the casino, she's going to be a shark. She, I'm a teacher blackjack, but I've already taught her roulette. And we'll okay. play. Like, yo, baby, whoever got the most money at the end of the game, if you got more money than me, I'll give you $20. So she'll bet her money, and she beats me every time. She's she's a beast. Okay. Is, roulette, is that your game of choice? Roulette and blackjack. Okay. How, how's your spades and domino skills? Oh, um, I'm not the greatest, but I mean, I, I my trash talking is stellar. So, <laughs> so losing, my trash talking going to be a one, no matter win or lose. <laughs> like, you know what? I'm the type to get shook up by a little trash talking. So it's, there you go. it then matters. You, it matters. You in, in, in CJ's world. <laughs> <laughs> Well, usually I partner with one of these, and when they see me get shook up, they they come to my defense and, and swoop me up and make me feel safe. Yeah, we got. I you. will say I want to put it out there. I don't know how y'all ladies are with the blackjack and roulette, but if y'all really want to learn how to play this game, I got you. Everybody I teach, they go to the casino, they get paid. I love oh, blackjack. Blackjack is my game of choice. The, the, Angie. And Destiny, they like sitting at those slot machines. And I don't like doing it unless I'm with them. Because when I'm with them, it becomes a whole spectacle. The way they talk to the machines and touch on the machines, it is, oh, wow. it is, this sounds interesting. <laughs> it is hilarious. It's the best time. It's so the best time. Like, do y'all believe this is the voodoo of taking over the machine? Is that what's getting you paid? Is that is that how it works? Yeah, you got you got to feel this energy first. That's the first thing. I I'll walk around till I find the right machine. It got to call me, baby. If you ain't asked me to sit down, I ain't sitting. <laughs> yeah, intriguing because I never knew slot playing was that in in tune. I never knew. I I have a funny story about Andy. I've been I've been blessed on the slots once or twice. She has Heidi. Oh. Heidi, that girl sings. Destiny. Heidi, she'd be doing this yodeling and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but here's the story with Angie and these slot machines. So the very first trip I went on with Angie was, was to Las Vegas. And we had a friend who got sick at dinner. And <laughs> he handed me a few hundred dollars and was like, I don't feel well. Could you go play with this money? No. Me, I was like, uh... <laughs> I, I'm a little uncomfortable. I was a little uncomfortable. So I walked down with this money into the lobby and I'm like, oh, he gave me this money. Angie snatched that money out of my hand so quick. It was like, I know what to do with it. And <laughs> <laughs> stuck it in the machine. And I got a visual when you said that. I got a visual. She lost every cent of his money. It wow. felt, oh. felt no kind of way about it. <laughs> Wow. 
Yes. I, I have a great time going to the casino. It's one of my passions. And I don't like to lose. I don't mind it because you learn from it, but I don't like to lose. So one day I got tired of losing and I went and I spent like a thousand dollars. I bought my own casino table. I bought all the chips and I'll sit at home and I'll just play with myself. Not play with myself. <laughs> Whoa, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Come on, pin that. We're gonna pin that clip in that. <laughs> <laughs> I would sit at home and I would play scenarios and until I got it right. And now I'm, I'm a, I feel like I'm a beast with it. And if y'all ever want to learn how to get this money, how like we about to play today. I got a homie coming over. We're going to play some rounds today. And I'm going to teach them some okay. stuff. Okay. Yeah. If y'all ever want to learn, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> we were yeah. sad we missed your casino party last year. We, we were oh, down. It was it was dope. It went down. We were in it. It felt like Vegas that night. Did it? it? And then I went on vacation right after that. It was good. So another thing to touch on that is uh my favorite thing, if y'all don't know, is roller coasters. So we went my one of my favorite places to go was Orlando because they got the dopest roller coasters out there. So I'm a big roller coaster guy. It's what I do. So so we went, that was a good birthday last year. But this year's birthday is going to be super dope. It's about to go down. Sounds like it's going to be a month-long birthday. Mm-hmm. And so my birth, my daughter's birthday is June 29th. So I'm going to New Orleans in July. I'm going to take her on a cruise in August. And I'm going back on my cruise in September. So it's going down. Very wow. nice. Very nice. But I follow y'all's vacations too. And y'all be going to, y'all, and y'all just pop up. Y'all just, y'all don't even post that y'all leaving. Y'all just pop, yo, we in green. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, all right, well, they're in Greece. Okay. So Keep them guessing, man. <laughs> like, like, Keep them guessing. If you, you want to get on the distro, there's a lot of people on the distro that don't make it. So, yeah. you know, if you want to get on the distro, let us know. Yeah, I'll be doing it, man. So let me ask y'all. Y'all ask me, where 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 should I go out of all Because y'all been to a lot of places. I'm always looking for a new spot to go and go see some dope stuff. So where, where should I go? Uh, to me, the most beautiful beach I've ever seen is in Nassau. The water is just this. I've been, I've been in Nassau. Yeah, the water is just beautiful. Um, I've been. So when I vacation, I like being, I like being uh, near the water. Um, well, I, I can roll with you on that all day. Yeah. <laughs> all day. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd say based based on what you said, I'd say uh, hop off the hop off hop off the boat sometimes. Like it's okay. Like you had mentioned Belize, I want to go to Belize, but I like actually going to the location and spending that whole week just put a put a pin in that. Space. Put a pin in that. Come back to that, Angela. Okay. Come back. Come back, Angela. Go ahead. Um, my favorite um spot that since I've been traveling, I had a really good time in Barbados. Um, I'll put it on my list. (laughs) Barbados, I mean, it was like the Bahamas time 10 to me. Mm -hmm. The food was different. Um, I don't know, just the the hospitality was different. Maybe because where we stayed, but I don't know. It It was beautiful. I was in Rihanna's town. I felt like I was just a cousin visiting or something, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll put that on my list. Blast. Definitely. Barbados sounds sounds like a blast. Yeah. I will yeah. say though, what Destiny said, so my wife, she don't like to go on cruises because exactly what you said, Destiny. Mm-hmm. She do not like it. She's likes to go to spots and stay for seven days. 
which keep in mind a vacation to me is a vacation. I'm down for whatever, cruise right. or no, whatever. Vacation is vacation. If I ain't got to go to work and I go to a beach, I'm Gucci. But right. I will say this. The boat thing, don't, don't look at it this way. If you go to a restaurant, go to Papa Do's, you get a sampler platter. If they put everything out on the table, you get to try a little bit of everything. Then next time you come back, you know exactly what you want. Right. This is dope for that. It's like literally you go to a spot, you're only there for eight hours a day. But if you don't like it, you're going to a whole new spot tomorrow. And right. you see like that one. And if you do find a spot you really like, then you go back there and you stay seven days. Yeah. 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 It's a like, but how you, but how you decide the where you want to stay. Yeah. So what? I said it sounds like it's how you decide where you want to plant some roots at. Right. It's a great way to do it. And not only that, I don't know if you've been on one yet, Desi, but the cruise prices is cheap. This cruise I got affordable. Yeah. Yes. This the one I'm taking my daughter on, I think total out the door, that one's five fifty for five days. And the one that I'm going on in September was six fourteen total out the door for seven days. And that's on a, a balcony room. Wow, that's yeah. less than $100 a day. Exactly. I, wow. I get motion sickness, so I'm kind of nervous. You no, you don't feel it like that. You don't. It's, trust me, everybody think my mom, so my mom is six, 61 now. She, the first mm -hmm. cruise she went on, she addicted now. First yeah. cruise she went on, she was super worried because she, she, she does get sick like real easily. Mm -hmm. And now four or five cruises later, she a gold member of a carnival. And she, yep. every time I go on a cruise, she's like, is there any room in that boat for me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, get most I can picture OG saying that. <laughs> I've had one experience where I did get sick and I had one when I didn't. Um, I'm going to just tell you, if you know you that type, they sell patches, they sell wristbands, yeah, yeah. they sell yep. all kinds it's of stuff. Just go prepared. Go prepared. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you want to take that regard, I'll take it anyway. Because if you do get sick, it ain't fun. I did get sick. Out of 11 cruises I've been on, I got sick one time, one day. And that's because when I first got on, you know what? It's cause, probably because I cruised out of New Orleans. It's booting down there. Oh. <laughs> I cruised out of New Orleans. The first day, the water was really choppy. I got sick. But by the next day, I was Gucci. Yeah. It, it is good for, like, kids because you're contained. Yeah. So I, I could see... Maybe yep. one day when I feel adventurous, take not my them three hellions. I'm gonna <laughs> recruit some help. The hell not, some help. That's, that's, there's Listen, three of right them. <laughs> Individually, they're cool. Individually, they're cool. The I'm gonna be at the bar if I go with you. If we all take one, we we gonna divide. Nah, it man. The, the one that go with me gonna be at the bar all day. Miles, you got yeah, it. The dope thing about a cruise too, and, and these kids, well, uh, have you been on one, Melissa? I've been on two. Oh, that's right. Okay. So yeah. you get to take them to the Camp Carnival joint and they have fun in there. Like my daughter loved going because they well, I, I haven't been with, you know what? I did take my daughter on one. Um, the Rose. Disney joint, right? Yeah. I'm all, did she go into the kids thing? She was so young. She was so much younger too, though. Right. I, Yes, with all three of them, I would need a break at some point. So they would, they're going. You're going yeah. to the kids club. Kaylea loves it. She loves uh going to the to the joint and and I and I get to go to the casino. That's the girl, the grown people's club. So I mean, <laughs> so we good. We good.
Yeah, well, CJ, I know we talked about a few things with you. Um, if if people are interested in your work, your woodworking, your food truck, your DJ services, how can they get in contact with you? Uh, I have a lot of ways to get in. So probably the easiest way I'll put it out there is um is just text me 210-273-MR-DJ, uh, easy, 273-MR-DJ, that's me. Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> I got a story about that. I'll tell real quick. It was a girl I used to date back in the day, a long time ago, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, so we, we were, I, I, I you know, because everybody's about acronyms. So uh, my phone, the phone number I have, I've literally had for probably like 15, 16 years. So I was telling her, I was like, yo, I want to see if my numbers match up to anything where I could use it as an acronym. So she sat down with my phone. I had been looking at my phone number for days. She sat down with it for like five or six minutes. And she said, yo, it says Mr. DJ. I was like, wow. I didn't pick my number. It just happened like that. Oh, that's cool. 273 Mr. DJ. Um, Facebook is backslash DJ CJSA. No, excuse me, it's DJ CJ DJ. Okay. And then Insta is DJ CJ SA. Okay. So not hard to find. Not hard okay. to find them out here. Okay. I'm willing to work with anybody. I'm willing to learn new things because you can never stop learning. Hey, and, sure. and I feel like a lot of people out here, if they are playing that role where they think they know everything, they wild. I'm down <laughs> to learn. And, and I'm also down to get money. So if somebody want to get money, let's get money together. Okay. Show. Sounded like destiny right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I want to start and to making some money. You sound like D Rob. Yeah, I see. Oh, and I've seen destiny. You doing you doing your uh, your insurance thing? I see you with with the professional picks. I seen it. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are. Yeah, yeah. 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 Being You call for a quote though. Yeah, 682-516-1989. Yeah, phone numbers today. Give right. us a call if you need some insurance. That's my office line. Keep it professional. <laughs> I do life insurance, home insurance, business insurance. You know, uh, one thing I'll be trying to tell the community, man, you want to get into these big spots, you got to have that million dollar insurance. You got to have oh, yeah. that million dollar policy. That's what they want to see. It'll open up doors DJ, for you. Some DJ games won't even take you unless you got it. Right. He got that yeah, it, it opens up doors. You want to make big money, man. Don't be scared to spend a couple dollars on insurance, man. It's going to open up them doors for you. Yeah. And people will be surprised at how low those rates are. It's not even, it sounds big, a million dollars, but they're giving them things away. Because most Bro, likely, you get out the, you're not going to have an issue. So it's just money in the bank for them. Li liability insurance can be very affordable depending on the risk. I had a lady who had a, like a baked good business. She was making baked goods out of her home. And she, I wrote her a policy for $300 for the whole year. Like, mm. pay that shit, and now you just made that in one event. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and what about the DJ? Where can they see you? Where can they see you live? If they uh, want to see the I'm DJ doing, CJ set. I'm doing Whiskey Girls on uh on Thursdays. Whiskey uh -huh. Girls on that. And then I got Rebar on Fridays and Saturdays. I'm still booking weddings, Quinceañeras, Backyard Boogies. Doing all of that. Um, backyard boogies. Backyard boogies. Okay. You know, some people, some people, uh, they just want to party. Yeah. So one one thing about me is I charge. I don't charge. Um, I don't have set rates. 
I charge for the event. So yeah. pretty much if you're doing a wedding and and you uh you balling on a budget, I can cater. Uh, there's some people out here literally that want to get married and they just want to get married in the backyard. And if I see, you know, you're doing your wedding and you're serving people on paper plates and, and force, I'm not going to charge you $2,000 for a wedding for that. Yeah. Do, do you play oh. for a bottle of Crown Royal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 and the reason why I, did, I had, a, I got a story. So I, I did a wedding many years ago and I stopped. Uh, this is the day I stopped. This dude, uh, he, he haggled me on a price for like two weeks. He was trying to get me to do his wedding. He haggled me and haggled me. We finally settled on $600. Totally a rookie mistake on my part. And I learned my lesson that day. This dude rented out the Witty Museum. He wow. had two locations for his wedding. He had me DJing in the courtyard for the happy hour. Wow. And then the main auditorium for the... Um, for the, the main party. Yeah, we had, yeah. This dude had a popcorn machine. He probably rented that popcorn machine for $600. So I got paid the same thing as the popcorn machine guy. He had wow. four wedding coordinators. Four, he had a wedding coordinator for each corner of the room. <gasps> and so in the wedding, and one of the coordinators comes up to me and says, yo, so what, what do we got next? Heffa, it's four of y'all. Y'all the coordinators. I'm the DJ. You tell me what we doing next. I'm not hey, hey, coordinate. You are. That's the mm. last day uh, I did a $600 wedding. I ain't done one since. <laughs> but he was paying somebody, just not you. <laughs> right. Right. Dude, this the witty the spot he had. This place was at like three story ceilings. It was a nice spot, yo. I mean, it's it's I the nicest paid. it's the nicest museum in San Antonio. Oh man, I got. Six hundred dollars for that when I lost, I I ain't losing no more. But if he'd have been in his backyard at his crib, I would have did it for five or six hundred. I mean, you know. Wow. Probably did. Probably didn't even that? tip you, did he? Uh, I don't remember that, but he probably didn't. Like I said, he haggled that price for me for two weeks. He kept calling me, "Hey man, can you do it for this?" Nope. And we finally met on six hundred dollars. Mm. I lost. I lost that day. Yeah, you lost. But yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, but you know, I hook everybody up, even Saints fans. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mentioned the bottle of Crown Royal because back in the day when we was about over 10 years ago, yeah, uh, we were still a good time 10 years ago. Right. Uh, but we, we had a DJ friend that would come through and he would play for us for a, our, our house party of 10 uh, mm -hmm. for a bottle of Crown Royal, but he would kick it with us tough. And so yeah. I was just fooling around. When I started out, I would literally DJ for whatever somebody would pay me. I mean, I was right. I was gracious that somebody would pay me. Yeah. When you start now, when you're paying dues, you, you do a lot of free gigs. And like I said, that, that going my seven-year thing when I was, you know, I would do stuff, but I, I would do it for next to nothing, but I needed that on the time. I yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and shout I, out to him because he is – he. He he can't do that for us anymore. He's booked and busy and blessed. So shout out to him. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you dudes like I did, you know. Yeah. I want to say but, shout out to y'all, man. I, I really like what y'all doing. Um, I've been following y'all ever since y'all started doing it, and uh, uh, it's good, man. It's good to see y'all out here, you know, doing doing what y'all doing. It's good stuff. Thank you, thank you. Thank we appreciate it. We gonna keep doing what we doing. Uh, we want. We hope you continue to do what you're doing and just supporting each other and loving on each other because that's what it's all about. That's why we bring great, great guests like you on the show, right. uh, repping for the city, putting on for the tone. 
And uh, yeah, it's been a good one. Thank you so much. Yeah, even I would. on that note we're out it's been another great episode of tapping in with the tripod yeah thanks so Thanks for tapping in with The Tripod. This is a weekly podcast hosted by three ladies, better known as The Tripod. This is Melissa, and I'm joined by Angela and Destiny. We're three best friends with unique backgrounds, perspectives, and personalities. Each week, we're going to be speaking candidly about our personal experiences and giving our opinions on various topics. We invite you to tune in each week for conversations based on relationships and real-life situations. Come down, Selecta. That's right. Come on.